0: Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin Be'ez Zashem, a new um, series in the text's swarm, which means the svarim that we read inside. This particular one will be different than anything else that we have done in the past for a few reasons. Number one really is that with this one, I am requesting feedback. You see, these Shalom Bayis um, groups, when I get feedback, that's wonderful but I don't expect feedback. I know it's clear from the many people that are here, that stayed here a very long time. It's important that these things are given over and the person who is listening, they don't have to respond, not even a word. They're gaining a lot from it. And sometimes that's, and and not sometimes, very often that's the way it's healthy and needs to be. Everyone has their own privacy. These are subjects that people are not comfortable talking about. And therefore, I, I purposefully wanted to have a safe place where I speak and collect the information and the person that is listening feels safe. They don't, they're not talking to a Rav. They're not, they don't have to respond. You know, no one needs to know who you are. And you gain all the information. Over here, I'm asking a favor, a personal favor, but it's really for the Klal, and I'm going to explain that both men and women, like I'm going to explain, if you can, and you're willing to do it, to please give me feedback. You could use an anonymous email and write it and send it to me. You could do a voicemail, a voice note, anonymous No mention of any names or anything, just to express your opinion on the matter. So before we go into this, and later when we get to the point where I want to have your feedback, I want to make an introduction so you understand what I'm saying. These letters, a member uh, brought it to my attention, and Rav Kahan reviewed it, and it really is a beautiful letter. There's two letters. There's one that's called a letter to the chasen, and it's really a misleading title because this letter is not just for a chasen. Some things, you know, when you're dealing with, let's say, the first night of marriage, Everbroch these type of things, yeah, that's for a chasen. But the things that are mentioned here that are not just for a chasen, they're for every married men, man to know, and in my opinion, again, it's opinion, But it's a strong opinion that women need to know this too. Women that are married need to know this and understand this. Why? One reason is they will have a better understanding of their husbands that will enhance Shalom Bayis and their intimate life. And number two is many women, if you're listening to this, a lot of you have or had teenage sons that went through this process. There are times where, although, ideally, when it comes to these type of matters, when things come up and you have to tell your children about these inyanim of sexuality, as we spoke about, of course, ideally, the father would talk to his sons and the mother would talk to her daughters. It's more comfortable that way and more natural that way. But as we know and have I seen, that sometimes a son may be uneasy, uncomfortable discussing this or being open about it with his father and it's easier for him to talk to his mother. And there are situations where a daughter and a mother have a certain um, thing where she has a hard time opening up to her mother but it's easier for her to open up to her father so sometimes it's reverse. And therefore a, 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 a mother... Sometimes it may be beneficial to know this information to help their son in situations where their father is not the ideal person for to, to handle it, and the mother is. The nakuda of what I want feedback, I'm going to say the general thing, and then when we get to it, which probably will not be in this year, maybe it'll be next year or this year after, I'll go into the details of the two sides of it to explain it to you and, and then you'll give you feedback but here is the idea he talks about these sexual struggles and matters and then he writes that the reason why I'm talking to you now when you're about to get married about these matters and I did not discuss it when you were let's say 14 15 you know when when you had the etahora came in because you know puberty and hormones but I didn't bring it up then. I'm only bringing it up now. Why? Because in your years that you are not married, your main focus is is to fight and to remove yourself from this as much as possible. And you have to guard it with the with the most strongest way. That's why we talk about how terrible it is with Zerul and male masturbation and Shmir Seinayim, and, and because we we want you to fight it tooth and nail. And if we bring up these in Yonim when you are 14 or 15, it will weaken your resolve. It will it will, it will, it will, make you less, you'll be more vulnerable to the Sahara Therefore, we did not tell you anything about this until now, when you're about to get married, to explain it in the right way. That's more or less the gist of it. So, to be honest, I, I read this, and uh, something this I discussed this with Rav Kahan also to explain that my experience that my experience was not like that. My experience after reading this letter was, and, and people who in, in my volunteer work and and over here in the Shalom bias people confided me confidentially said if I would have known this when I was 14 or 15, it would have made my life so much better and easier. It would have saved me a lot of agmas nefesh. That was my experience and many other people's experience. The truth is, I don't believe there's a right and wrong here. I believe it depends on the person, it depends on the culture, as I'm going to explain. I don't want to be marek over here about that. But I need separate feedback, both from the men and from the women, about this. From the men, I want to know after they read this and I explain this year the first letter. There are two letters, but after the first letter, you send me feedback and to answer this question to an honest, as honest as possible. That after reading this first letter, you ask, I'm asking you, if you would have read this letter. And again, not talking, there's certain parts that are explicit that I would take out, but not the explicit things. The triggering things, but in general, this letter—if this would have been given to you when you were fourteen and fifteen, would it made your struggles worse? Like, you know, what are you bringing this up to me? You know, I was doing well, even though I have the urge. I, you know, it's it's already the hormones are there, but but I was doing fine, and now you you gave me this letter, and now you're messing up my head, and now I have more struggles. Would that be your experience, or would your experience be the reverse? I'm so happy. It's like a light bulb. Now I could be calm. Now I have peace of mind. And it's easier for me to fight my Yetzirah now. And and this was very beneficial. That's on the men's side. On the women's side, I wanna understand also. This is obviously I, I here I do believe there's no reason for women to know this when they're, you know, younger. But certainly either Kala age or after they're married. If they decide to read this or, or listen to this sheer, even though it's clearly like you know focused on the male struggles of sexuality, but what would they say if a woman, any woman that's listening to this, that makes a decision to listen to these shiurim, What would they tell me? And that's what I need your feedback. You would tell me why do I need to know this? This only gets me more uh, uh, scared or confused or or, or 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 I don't need to know this. This is not, you know, uh, this is a, a man thing and we have a regular married life. I don't need to know this. My son, even if he has these things, I, I don't need to know this. My husband will handle it and, and I, I don't want you know, this confuses me or, or gets me um, scared or whatever it is. Is that your feeling? Or your feeling is the other way around. A light bulb in the head that, oh, this uh, now I understand my husband better and th- my intimate life is much better because I read this letter. Or now I understand my son better. And to put it very graphically, and I'm doing this on purpose, is that a mother uh, that has a teenage son, she does the laundry and very often she may see, you know, when she's doing her laundry, her son's underwear have zera on it. So if it happens once in a while and you see it, you know that you know, that's natural. You need to know that it comes out of the body during sleep, no matter who you are, no matter wh- what big tzaddik you are. That's just the way the body works. But if you see it like already three times a week uh, consistently, you know, and and you notice it because you're doing the laundry and you, whatever it is, then you know that it's most likely that your that 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 your son needs to be talked to about this, but again you may not be able to do it it could backfire your 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 husband or you know and the husband's wife parents may not be able to do it there's a problem with mechanchim doing it sometimes so it's it's complicated. The purpose of this feedback that I'm asking of you is not for myself, it's not curiosity. It's because in the back of my mind, based on Rav Khan's suggestion, which I'm not ready to do yet, but based on the feedback, I could approach people that are way wiser than me and know, know Bachrim and are in the yeshiva systems or Tere or whatever it is, and to explain and, and explain this concept so that they should weigh it and understand it so that they could figure out a way to help this what I call silent majority of Bachrim and young men that struggle with this, suffer from this, but they can't get themselves to talk to their parents or the Hanahala, their their Rosh Hashiva, their Rebbe about it and they're they're suffering silently and to find out a way, the best way to alleviate that suffering. So I said enough for now. And when we get to that sheer that discusses this more, I'm going to go more into it, and after that, I would want your feedback so we're going to start the letter right now. It's a letter to a chassan. he says covered yakiri to my precious one it says ha-nefesh. I see you know he's a chassan about to get married and he has Pizaran nefesh. pizar nefesh means that his his um Soul is disoriented, going in different directions. He's confused. Because I can't speak to you personally now. That's why I decided to write to you a few letters to help you. He says you're about to go enter these joyous days of your wedding, of the happiness of your heart. These are big, big times for you. It's very important going into a wedding, going into your new life, to have harchavas to have menuchas Why? So that you could prepare yourself for your new life with your wife. Because family life, being married, and then ultimately later having children, as he's you know, as we're gonna explain, is your shleimus. it fills your shleimus in this world. Hivanti, but I understand from your words, now that you're a chassin, so you have Khassan classes, and you're told about the chiev and the Taira what Hashem wants from us, the Chaye Hanesu'en, when you get married. And a lot of it obviously is about Aina, is about sexuality, is about physical intimacy. So, de lamatzah Learning about these things brought you to a matzah of confusion. And your soul is like spread, you don't have peace of mind because of this new information that now you know, that not only, um, you know, you, you can't avoid, but it becomes a mitzvah, now you need to get, get involved yourself in this, and this is causing you a lot of confusion. So, That's why I, it is a responsibility on my part to educate you with understanding and to give you the truth about it. Now, it could be that I really shouldn't write these type of matters in a letter. So that people that don't really need to read this shouldn't get to it. Because in this machaber feels, the truth is I feel the same way in some instances, where this letter, if read by too early or by not the right mindset, it could cause damage. So it's a danger to write this because people will that are not meant to read it yet will read it and it'll hurt them. But I can't speak to you personally, and and you need to hear these words. So you know what is in front of you. Therefore, that I I wrote it to you. And that's why I'm asking you not to spread it out. Now, over here in this particular shear, I am spreading it out, but to the listeners. But the listeners themselves, if you're not ready for it, if unmarried people are in this chat and they feel... This goes a little with the stipular's letters and everything else, those type of things. I should have mentioned it then. Then they should not listen to this shear right now. They're not ready for it or they don't want to... You know, it's not good for them. But for people that are listening, it applies to you too. You can't spread this out to people that are not ready for this. You have to have a shikol adas before you actually share this with somebody. But if you feel that they need it, then it's important to share it. One of the reasons you feel this confusion, that's not a wonder, meaning it's normal. It is normal if you're an Erlich person and you're a chassan. And now you're learning these things. It's normal to have some confusion, some nervousness and anxiety, and also not understanding how this stuff could get you to um, and 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 that this is an important part of your life going forward. All these things we're talking obviously about a bocher, that was erlich. always was the Kedush of Tara, learned, was isolated, meaning they had a culture where they separated themselves from the outside world as much as possible, kept Shemir Seinayim, kept their Kedusha all through their teenage years. At least, let's assume now this Bocher is from there, and that's what's happening. So all, now you're learning things that are tremendous Kedushim. that you don't know the reality of these things. I mean, you may have heard, you know, Pruhavu, have children, so you need to obviously if you have a little common sense that some things have to be done in order to have children, but once you're told that this is part of regular, normal, married life aside from having children, and it's important and not only it's important, it's a kadusha it's confusing to you Okay, therefore uh, 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 it, this causes you to have a certain fear and reservation about your future your new future, that, that would bring out things to Shleimus. And we'll end off with this paragraph. Now that you know, that now you have to awaken in yourself, once you're married, these kai these feelings... And he means sexual feelings, by the way. Desire. That till now you had distanced yourself from, with all your strength, you stayed away from this. And now you have to face it because now it becomes a mitzvah and it's a khiv. and this is something that you need to do. Sarei Meitzala Adam Bilbala Das creates for many real Erlich boys a tremendous confusion. When you first looked at it, you said, This idea, this concept, is the opposite of the foundation of my Shamayim. This will kill my Shamayim. I stayed so far away from sexuality and I was Matzliach for the most part. And I learned and Davin Bekidusha, watching my eyes, everything straight never tried to put my mind away from this, like far, far away. And now, and it's not just here and there, but this is something that I have a khiv and it's part of my Hashem, and it's a kadusha, and it needs to be done with, like we're going to learn later, a taiva, with a hana, meaning not a selfish one, obviously, but it involves hana, and it involves these type of things. Like someone once, uh, I heard a college teacher say that the, the 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 contrast between a married and unmarried and 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 a, and a Avera on the external looks a lot the same sometimes. So it's scary. It's pizar nefesh. We're going to stop here, and we're going to continue. Be'ez Hashem, these this series right now is extremely important in my opinion. And I need your help with feedback if you're able to do so when I finish this first letter. Hashem. Thank you and have a wonderful day.